Welcome to the Light to Path podcast series, an initiative for women at Roche by the International Women's Network, or IWN, here in Asia Pacific. This series aims to encourage all our listeners to inspire women at Roche to carve their path towards achieving their purpose, career, and personal goals. When we proactively and passionately light her path, we advocate for her. We build her confidence. We increase her presence, and we unlock her potential. This ultimately builds an inclusive environment where all employees can be their authentic selves and thrive at work. Welcome to International Women Network APAC Podcast. In the spirit of this podcast being launched on Valentine's Day. Our themes today is loving thyself, and if you think about someone that you would like to spend the rest of your life with, to enjoy each other companies, to be with each other best friend, who would that be? I hope that you yourself are among the list of someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with, because you will. Yeah. In this episode, we will invite you to explore your inner voices. Get to know your thoughts and the impact that they have on you, and how we could leverage them rather than be limited by them. My name is M. Anwong Sapan. I am a member of International Women Network APAC core team, and my day job is a global diversity and inclusion partner for pharma divisions. I'll be your moderator today, and I have a pleasure to um, of having three fun, distinguished guests to come join me in this conversation today. I would like to invite them to introduce themselves in alphabetical order. So, Brian. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Brian Yang. So, I'm based in Hong Kong. I'm currently is the market development manager uh, in Roche Diagnostic Hong Kong. So, what I do is to you know promoting our high medical value test to the market so that our patients can benefit from it. Hi, everybody. My name is Deepti Saraf, and I am the general manager for Roche Pharma, based out of Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur. Um, I'm also a core team member of the International Women's Network, based out of APAC. Looking forward to this wonderful conversation. Thank you. Hello, everyone. My name is uh, Gyobi Ko. Please call me Jean Ko. Uh, I'm a Singaporean currently residing in Shanghai, China. I look after the diabetes care business in China. Very nice to meet all of you here. Welcome to the podcast, and I love the diversity mm. that we all bring. Very different from the backgrounds, from where we are, and even our role. You know, we all have inner voices, and it is the thoughts that we talk to ourselves. Sometimes it could be something funny that make us laugh out loud in a quiet room. That could be embarrassing, and I did that too. And sometimes it's just a comment that we make to ourselves when we drive or do something. Many times, though, the research show that it's actually turned itself into the inner critics. It makes us question ourselves if we are good enough. It can also make us feel inadequate or hold us back from living our full potential. And we have the terms this recall these inner critics' self-limiting beliefs. And what do we mean by limiting beliefs? It's a certain set of beliefs, of thoughts that you think could be true. You thought it was true, but it may or may not be true, and it is holding us back in a certain way. And to give an example of how limiting beliefs can show up, 
the impact that it has on us, and what we can do about it. I would like to invite our panelists to share your real life example. Who would like to go first? Uh, happy to jump in here. So Thanks, again, Jean. this is uh, Jean. Please call me Jean for simplicity, right? I think very true to what Amon is saying, our limiting beliefs always showed up, right? Whenever we, we have uh, questions about self, I could remember a very vivid experience. Uh, I think that was more than 10 years ago when I had the opportunity to consider a regional role from a local role. Well, I joined Singapore uh, local um, office for about nine years, uh, and I was very comfortable there doing different roles and very happy in the environment. So when this opportunity came, it was a, a big step, let's put it this way, because you know, from managing one country, you need to consider covering 40 markets. So this is where the limiting beliefs becomes very, very evident, right? I had a lot of uh, self-questioning. Am I able to handle such a big jump? Would I be successful? And then I also have the saboteur coming in to discourage me to say that, hey, forget about going over. You're so comfortable here. Don't rock the ball. What if you are not successful? Don't embarrass yourself and so on and so forth. And at that point of time, I'm also a mother of uh, two young children. So other thoughts such as, hey, you know, you're a young mother. Are you sure you can manage being a good employee in an expanded role and a mother as well? So these are all the thoughts that uh, swarmed in my head. But I was very thankful that I managed to still take the plunge at that point of time and not fall prey to my limiting beliefs, uh, although they are very overwhelming. And looking back, uh, I, I'm very, very thankful that I made the switch because I, I suppose I wouldn't have the opportunity that I have now if not for that step that I took at that point of time. And along my uh, career journey, there are many instances of these limiting beliefs popping up and uh, preventing me from going forward, pulling me down, discouraging me. So I'd like to encourage all of us to be aware of them, take a conscious attempt to shift away, and this allow them to cripple you so that you know you can really achieve your real capabilities and potential. Thanks, Jean. It's show up pretty much daily for many of us. And how do you do for just bring that awareness to the limiting beliefs and maybe have a conscious choice, make a conscious choice about it? Thank you. So it's really easy to succumb to that, right? Um, and our saboteurs always want us to focus on our weaknesses, you know, the areas that we don't do well. So I think it will be helpful if we start to switch the perspective around. I think trying to focus on the positive instead of the negative. There was this saying by uh, Charles Dickens, um, reflect upon your present blessings of which everyone has plenty and not your past misfortune of which all have some. Um, so similarly, we can choose to dwell on our not-so-good side, our failures, our weaknesses, be dejected, or we look at our strengths and successes and be encouraged. So I think there is this conscious effort that we have to catch ourselves uh, whenever we have these limiting beliefs coming to us, be very aware of it and start to switch gear and you know focus on the positive, focus on the better side instead of the negative side. Don't entertain those you know discouraging thoughts, but rather focus on something that is a bit more kind to ourselves, let's put it this way. And I will also encourage uh, us to start uh, talking to people. Um, always have your friends, your allies around there to support your encouraging beliefs, right? You know, cut all the discouraging, limiting beliefs behind. Thanks, Jean. Having allies or friends around who we can rely on is important. And I really yeah. like the point when you said, don't succumb and dwell into that limiting thoughts. I heard a saying, and I, I really like that, is the comparison 
that when you have a judge telling you that you might not be good enough or you made a stupid mistake and you dwell on it, it's like you put your hand on a hot stove and you leave it there. You know, it's the, it was good yeah. to tell you that it was hot. Don't do it again. But if you leave it there, that doesn't seem like a smart thing to do. But it takes self-awareness to know that we are going into it and, you know, still leave our hands there. Thanks, Jean. What about you, Brian? Yeah, uh, thanks, Simon. I have a quite similar um, experience with, uh, with Jean. Also, it's in, uh, within my career journey. I still remember a few years back, I, I have been offered a new opportunity of a positions that focusing on a new area. Uh, and I do not have a lot of experience on it. So at that moment, I was very grateful, but also had a lot of struggle because I have a doubt whether I'm qualified and also capable to this position. My head was filling with all the questions on the challenges ahead uh, if I should take if I take this opportunity. The fear that uh, also kept increasing uh, as I was so worried about uh, all the unknown challenges ahead. So I, I tried to speak with uh, this uh, with my friends. And then they helped me to understand all the thoughts that I have are my limiting beliefs. Mm. And the major hurdle that for me is I don't want to disappoint people. I then take a leap of faith to accept this opportunity. And turn out after years, I'm doing okay. So uh, I did not regret uh, my decision years before. Thank you. Talking to someone you trust seems to be a bit of a constant, consistent theme here, right? And it's normal that we all have limiting beliefs. I like to uh, share that everybody kind of have it. It actually sits in our survival brain. Yeah, It helps us survive. But like this hot stove, how do you want to spend your time? Now, DT, what about you? Do you have the limiting beliefs? Oh my God, my limiting beliefs are quite nasty. <laughs> They're quite regular. And uh, I, I don't remember specific instances, but I think they show up almost every day uh, in day-to-day life. And uh, for example, if I've had a few dull days, uh, or especially after a long holiday, uh, you know, I'd be like, oh, am I contributing enough at work? And, uh, you know, I, I'm not doing enough and I should be doing something. So a few dull days and I would have this anxiety kicking in that I'm not good enough, I'm not contributing enough. Uh, very often when I'm not heard in a meeting or my ideas are not like sort of acknowledged, there is this limiting belief that would crop up that I'm not smart enough. And, you know, the impact that it has on me is the self-talk that happens immediately, right? Oh, I'm not important enough to be heard. Oh, I don't know enough, so I shouldn't be talking. I'm not smart enough. And so my idea is not good enough. So let's not share it. And then it becomes like a vicious circle because... All this makes me feel smaller, less relevant, and maybe irrelevant. And then I would be quieter. And if I'm quieter, obviously, I'm not sharing my opinions. And it, you know, it goes into that. And if I do share them in this phase, I'm not believing in my own comments and opinions. And if I don't believe in it, why would I expect the others to believe in it, right? So it, it, this, this vicious circle goes on. I think what, um, what has helped me overcome all this is two types of awareness. Awareness that this is happening. Mm. And, you know, there are usually limiting beliefs come with some form of physical manifestation in your body or a feeling manifestation. Like I feel sad or I sink in the chair, go, you know, go behind in a meeting, like, you know, in the chair or some other form of trigger. And so I started to recognize like, you know, these are like 
things that are happening to me and the other awareness is where does it come from why do i have this specific limiting belief and for me it is like the need to be valued the need to achieve is high and so if i'm not that need is not satisfied then you know it does crop up and then um, i think the other things that um, that i like sort of feel is the self talk that happens like you know understanding like sort of capturing your own self talk and i did that a few times and i realized how you know that self talk needed to shift during those moments because the self talk was quite negative right like this i'm not smart enough i'm not important enough i don't know enough you know that had to change and one more thing that had and you know i had to la- learn to love myself in those moments as well it's still me i am valuable in many many other circumstances and um, you know there are moments where you are not living up to your own standards and that's fine and just that loving yourself which is our theme right loving how you show up in certain situations it's fine lastly i think one thing that has really worked for me is changing how i see being valued and the metrics with I, which my judge measures myself right uh, earlier it was about whatever i'm saying how much has it been considered by others and then i realized that if all ideas were considered and acted upon you know that's not possible that's not a practical world and so my job is to give ideas that i feel are relevant and do it in a timely way it may or may not be acknowledged and recognized and it may or may not be acted upon so i changed the metrics of judging myself so it was about me sharing irrespective of whether it was acknowledged and so i think those those are things that sort of helped me overcome some of my nasty limiting beliefs thanks dipti and i must say this for those uh, our listener who might not know dipti and i worked together when we were in a thailand affiliate and and i feel i felt and feel that dipti is one of the smartest people i know like her ideas always brilliant and all that to hear you say you judging yourself like that was a real surprise for me and um, i guess it's confirmed that everyone has that in a certain shape and form so thank you for sharing that what i really feel that it resonated with me when you said that is having that res- realistic expectation of yourself and also be kind <laughs> be kind to yourself like we have all have high standard on every everything and many many times we are our worst friend when we make mistake we wouldn't say things like this to people who we love but we would say that to ourselves so having that self awareness to choose what to you say to yourself is super important thank you for sharing dipti you know i like to shift the gear a little bit to do we see the difference here between men and women in terms of having the self limiting beliefs and i said this because when the research would say actually there's a research the research say that women when they look at the job description to apply for a job they will tick 100% of the box before they apply they have to feel like they tick 100% of the box they are qualified but men would go for 60% and be ready for what comes women are always a little bit over prepared i guess uh but do you see that differences uh between men and women in our day life yeah maybe i can i can share a little bit I think in in the workplace in Hong Kong, I do not see much differences 
because I, I guess this could be it different on culture and also it causes uh, the differences on this. Because uh, in my workplace, I also see men that are highly impacted by their self-limiting beliefs, and also it's sometimes hard to, to support them because sometimes men tends to not share much about their weaknesses and self-limiting thoughts. But I would say, no matter men or women, Dipti and Jin also shared very good tips. There are two things we have to do. One is gain the awareness on you are already having the self-limiting belief. And the second thing is, you know, change perspective, focusing on the value, the motivation, rather than the challenges on something that you will lose. Focus on what you have rather than what you don't have. Yes, Thanks, absolutely. Brian. Thanks, Jean. What about you? Yeah, I. So my my perspective is slightly different to Brian, right? Um, I don't see and feel that I think women are more influenced by our own limiting beliefs than men to some extent. I think that maybe that has to do with the self-imposed expectation that women has on oneself, right? Uh, especially if, uh, for example, in, in my case, right, personally, um, I'm married and I have kids. So there are additional, let's say, expectation that, you know, I will also impose on myself. You know, you need to also be, besides being an employee of a company, you need to be a good mother, you need to be a good wife, for example. So these are the additional burden that we put on ourselves. And with all these additional expectations comes a lot of the so-called roles and responsibility, right? And this is where the, the limiting beliefs will start to show up even more, especially if we don't do as well as we wanted to be. For example, we feel that, hey, you know, we're neglecting our family because we're spending too much time in work or we're spending, you know, too much time in the family. And as a result of that, we cannot contribute to work. So these are all the limiting beliefs that will just crop up and uh, disable us, right, and handicap us because, you know, we'll start to question ourselves, we'll start to question our capabilities, we'll start to be very mean to ourselves. I really like, you know, what Amon and Deepti say about loving ourselves. I think as women, we tend to be very harsh. We give ourselves very high standards and we always say, hey, you're not meeting those standards, you know, and this is where the sabotage comes in. Hey, why didn't you do that? You should have done that, you know. Oh, you didn't meet the expectation. What are you doing? You know, all these, you know, they will start to swarm you on a daily basis. And it is very um, discouraging if you start to entertain them because then you will be on a downward spiral. So I really encourage that. Um, and I really like what DT is saying about you need to self-talk uh, yourself out of this at times. And you have to be able to catch yourself before you fall, right? I mean, catch that and realize that, hey, those are the thoughts that I don't want to entertain because to some extent, they are not true, right? Uh, we have to catch ourselves before we fall. That we fall, and then we have to really engage in the more, um, let's say, encouraging conversation. Whether this is uh, to yourself, right, like the self-talk that you're saying, or your friends and allies, as mentioned, those are your very important support mechanism. I think something that we also need to kind of uh, realize that it's okay to fail, right? A lot of times, sometimes we have a lot of this questioning is because we think we fail. And we want to avoid failures because the feeling of failing is not nice. But I also learned something. I mean, after so many years, there's no way you can avoid failures, actually. I mean, in life, there are always both sides. It's not like you always get everything smooth sailing. But in fact, the failures are the times where we really learned, right? And then it actually makes you better. It makes you smarter. It makes you um, so-called more confident, actually, because you know what to do better right these are the life experiences that we shouldn't shun away just because we don't want failures we say no or we, we give ourselves excuses 
So I think it's really being embracing that uh, loving ourselves also means loving to fail, right? It's okay to fail, loving the fact that we are not perfect, we are learning. I mean, we are human beings, right? And I really like this fact about embracing that. It's okay. We don't have to be so harsh on ourselves. Thank you. Can I be a bit of a provocative here, Jean? You know, learning from failure, turning failure into learning is good in theory. It's not easy when you actually fail and about to jump into do something that you know you're going to fail or you may have potential to fail. It's just a slightly bit of potential to fail already mm-hmm. make us retract from doing it. Do you have any tips, anyone, uh, to share with us what to do about that? I can share first. Um, I really like what we learn in a workplace is retrospective. We have to do retrospective on ourselves as well. So my tips is uh, I will block a um, 30 minutes time in one of, in my calendar and just to do self-reflections on, okay, taking note on what has happened this week, what I can do better next week. So I mean, uh, with this practice, I change failure as a learning point. So I feel this is a very valuable exercise. Uh, so I encouraging uh, uh, all of you to start working on it by blocking your schedule with just maybe just 10 minutes as a starting point. It's already good enough. Yeah. Retrospective with yourself. Thanks, Brian. That's cool. I can perhaps share something that a very strong woman leader shared with me. And uh, it's not a tip, but it's more like Sometimes it's not bad to have self-limiting and limiting beliefs, right? These thoughts are things that drive you and sometimes helps you to become a better human being or a better individual or a better achiever. Or And so the tip that was given to me was, you know, this moment of uh, self-doubt and self-belief can lead you in two directions. It can either take you down the path where you know you cannot recover from it, or it can be that growth edge that shifts something in you and you emerge better from there. And the choice is yours, right? So I just want to say that it's good. It's sometimes okay to have these limiting thoughts. It's how you choose to act after that that makes your direction different. And I, when I was actually in that moment when she shared that, and that was like an aha for me, like, yeah, like it's good to have it, but it helps me to become a better human being. So that just that thought that came to my mind. Thanks. I, I recall uh, in the co-active fundamental training, they talked about this as well. Like your judge, your subatar, say something truthful, 2%. There's 2% truth in there pick that up and turn it into something that is helpful. So the choice is is about making conscious choice. Thank you so much, Dipti. Just one more point, which is not a tip, but, you know, when uh, Brian and uh, Jean were sharing their examples of men and women differences, I think I agree with both of them. I think the one difference, though, is there, there is a linkage of limiting beliefs with unconscious uh, behavior, all right? What is it called? Like, like unconscious behavior from the society and from the world around you. And I think that men and women both have limiting beliefs, but the, the unconscious behaviors from 
the society towards women is what further triggers the women more than the men and i'm sure there are unconscious behaviors even for men but i think it's just a bit more for women right there is a high probability that if you're sharing your opinion as a man as a man, as a man in a group you know and the, and the same opinion is shared by a woman i think there is a there is a research that suggests that the man will be heard more yeah. uh, and you know somehow the nods the acknowledgement will be definitely more for the man sharing it than for the woman sharing it so there are some unconscious behaviors that triggers a little bit of these limiting beliefs more for women i think of yeah. course as a woman that's how i feel and you know i hear you i agree with you on that because when jean was talking about mom's guilt you know having kids and you have to perform and uh, and i was thinking yesterday i asked someone who is taking care of your kids when you're at work yeah so this is a common questions that we ask people from good intent but it's actually <laughs> confirmed that a guilt that over expectation about ourselves yeah so it's something that people around us and we can contribute to the, the supporting each other and speaking of supporting each other on this journey i'm going to go to deepthi uh, because you mentioned that is there any way you think we can support each other to uplift turning our limiting beliefs into something empowering instead yeah i think that everybody should have like a best friend at work i call it my tribe and i think this person should be a friend uh, not somebody who you you know it doesn't have to be like your boss or you know a, a peer but somebody who can be very non judgmental somebody who doesn't have to be a certified coach but who can listen to you talking right listen to you mm-hmm. talking and challenge your own thought process and so having that tribe uh, is important and i think as so what i would say as a support thing is be somebody's tribe and create your own tribe this is a group that will have your back uh, and you will have theirs right so that's one area where i think we can talk i think the other one is to discuss your limiting beliefs with your peers and even your bosses and be vulnerable about it normalize it uh, sometimes raise the unconscious behaviors that you have received because of which your limiting be- behaviors or beliefs have been triggered so i think normalizing limiting beliefs and then discussing the unconscious behaviors that you receive from the society around you that's the second thing and we have to be non judgmental as a group around these right just because i shared that i'm feeling like i'm not contributing in reality it's not true right so you have to be non judgmental about it so i think yeah those are my things uh, speak up if you see somebody going into a limiting belief uh, and share with them talk to them also talk to people who you see are displaying unconscious behaviors so that you can um, you know help others get out of it and the last thing which is not like a support thing but it's a support for yourself uh, which is our theme love yourself self coach and i think self talking is very important thanks dipti you know i really like the question that i here asking in teams yeah when people say i can't do it and they say is it you talking or your limiting beliefs talking because i think you can do it you know you have faith in your friends your colleague and challenge them yeah see let them help them see that through as well so thank you so much for saying that and uh, you know that um, the thought 
Brian, I'm going to go to you next. Um, speaking of the trial, uh, actually, that remind me that is actually one of the community in Roche. It's called We Imagine My Beliefs Community. So it is a one Roche initiative uh, led and supported by the leader from Daya, Pharma, and DC. There are actually many resources you can get from this community, uh, such as the workshop, coaching, and mentorship program. I myself is one of the mentee of the mentorship program. So I would like to do some advertisement. Please join the Imagine My Belief community and you can learn more about it through the community website. Thanks, Brian. We'll be sure to put the, the link to the community in the podcast. Yeah, Thank you so much for joining, uh, for sharing. And it has been a really interesting conversation today. I learned a lot from the conversation and I'm sure our listeners are learning a lot from the conversation as well. So I would like to thank Brian, Jean and Deepthi for being so open, so courageous to share your real life experience and your inner thoughts with us. We know for sure that you all here are very competent to understand that you have these thoughts too. In a way, it's comforting for me because I'm not alone anymore. So thank you for for sharing and being our guest today. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us today. If there's one thing you can take from this conversation, I hope that you can be kind to yourself and have that self-talk, positive self-talk, turning that limiting beliefs into the empowering one. Have a good rest of the day, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed the conversation today, you are curious to learn more about the topic with each other, there's another venue that you can go deeper and having a conversation about it. It's called the Coffee Chat. And we have the IWN Coffee Chat at APAC level on the 23rd of February, 1 p.m. Singapore time to 2 p.m. Singapore time. And three of our guests will be here. And also at local level, we might have local language Coffee Chat. So watch out for that space in your local IWN ambassador as well. Please join us there.